welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. I'm really sorry, I know I sound a little bit like a frog. I've got a bit of a sore throat, but that does not stop me. I absolutely love recording these podcast episodes for you. And today, the good news is I am handing over to an amazing self-love body image coach called Sammy. If you have ever experienced any issues around eating or body image or dieting or just not loving the person that you see in the mirror, then this is going to be such an amazing episode. We're talking about mindset. We're talking about Sammy's personal journey that she's so open and that she shares that it's all to do with her journey from over-exercising and binge eating to this amazing place that she's in now. She's an incredible coach. She's going to be sharing her top tips for developing self-love and really talking about this idea that I just adore, that thoughts become things and how this applies to our body image, our weight, our shape. And I'm just so excited for this episode. I know I always say that, but I really, really am. So I'm just going to hand over to Sammy now. I hope you love this episode. If you're not already following me on Instagram, you know what to do. I'm Victoria.Maskell. I've got some really exciting things happening. On the 27th of December, I'm running a free vision board workshop. So if you're wanting to manifest new and amazing things in 2019, if you want that dream car, that dream business, if you want me to show you how to create a vision board for all of these exciting things, then you need to hop on to my free workshop. All the details are in my Instagram. If you are not sure, if you can't find it, if you're not on Instagram, then send me an email at victoria at victoria.maskell. No, victoria at victoriamaskell.com. Let's get your own email address, address right, Victoria. And I will send you all of the details. So that's the 27th of December, 2018, an amazing free vision board workshop just for you. Okay, right, let's dive into the episode now. I'm going to hand over to my interview with Sammy. I hope you love this episode. 
So I would love to welcome Sammy onto the podcast today. Sammy, why don't you start by introducing yourself to the lovely, lovely listeners? Hello. Hiya, Vicky. Thank you for having me on. Um, so yeah, I, my name is Sammy and I am a self-love coach for women and I specialize in working with women who are battling with their body and fighting with food um, and I coach them back into a place of self-love with spiritual practical tools a lot of mindset work and basically everything that I did for myself I give to them Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Right, I know this is going to be an amazing episode. We're going to be diving into so much stuff about self-love and body image and manifestation. So let's start then. So let's start talking about this idea that actually the food that we put into our bodies and the way our bodies are is all linked to the mind. Do you want to just talk us, a little, talk us through that link a little bit? Because I think sometimes people don't really realize just how linked the two are mm -hmm. the mind is absolutely the master of everything and that is what I learned throughout my own journey um, with struggling with trying to do the next best diet or you know mm -hmm. thinking right I'm a failure this one didn't work it must be me I must need a more perfect way to eat or a more perfect exercise to do but the thing is, the identity that you have of yourself within your mind, if your subconscious mind is out of alignment with your conscious mind, so the conscious mind, like I'm sure you speak to all your readers about, listeners about, <laughs> is um, how you really want to be and your goals and your visions. Yeah. But if your subconscious mind is out of alignment with that and you have in your mind, I want to feel beautiful, I want to feel healthy, I want to, you know, I want to have um, a body that I feel really comfortable in and I'm proud of and I want to be really comfortable around food and it to be easy, but in your subconscious, you have these deep-seated beliefs that you're um, a chunky girl or you're always battling with food or food has complete control over you um, and that you're always comparing yourself to other women and you never really look that great. Anything that could be coming up for you that's negative, if that is in your subconscious mind and that is your deep-seated identity, that is always what will manifest into your experience. Oh my gosh, I love, I mean, I loved straight away where you were talking about conscious mind and subconscious mind, because as you know, I'm a <laughs> massive, massive fan of that idea of we self-sabotage because of what is deep-rooted in our subconscious. And I think it's just fascinating because I, I mean, I know from my own experience, I know from friends' experience, and the, the diet industry is just massive, isn't it? And I think you hit the nail on the head there where you said that people blame themselves and they say, oh, I need a better diet or I need a better exercise routine or this didn't work for me. Maybe I didn't do it well enough. And there's a lot of self-blame that goes on, I think, when it comes to body image and dieting. Mm -hmm. And I think just to slightly go off track maybe but I actually had a, a hypnotherapy client who <clears throat> excuse me sorry guys I'm, I've got the lurgy um, <laughs> I had a hypnotherapy client who desperately desperately wanted to lose weight and it turned out that she and these are her words not mine because I don't like this phrase 
she thought of herself as a fat person. She had been told from a baby practically that she was fat. And it was almost like she was wearing that label of fat and therefore she was self-sabotaging because she, she thought almost like she would lose her identity if she lost weight. How crazy is that? It is. And that's what happens, how the diet industry is probably the best business model in the world <laughs> because it runs off of people feeling these such so low self-worth or negative beliefs about themselves and desperate to change themselves. So the diet is like, you know, it advertises, this is the way to feel better. This is the way to love yourself. But if you have this deep-seated belief within yourself like that woman does, that she is the fat girl and that's how she identified herself, no matter what action she takes by joining the next diet, it is never going to work. It's always going to be out of alignment. Yeah, because her brain is telling her one thing and she's consciously trying to override that without actually doing the deep work. Is that right? Yeah, 100%. You can never... So if some in a different kind of example, if somebody was trying to like run a business, um, if they didn't have that belief in themselves that they were good at what they did, then it's never going to be good because the clients that come to them can feel that and they can see that too. When you have these thoughts and feelings and pictures of yourself in one way, so say that you have the negative thoughts, feelings and pictures of your body and yourself around food, um, that then encourages your actions and your behaviors so then it manifests into this, I am a fat girl, therefore I take actions of being this fat girl. Um, although I know we don't like using that word. Yeah. If she believes it, that's then what will manifest into her reality because you can never, ever believe one thing but act in another way. Yes. Oh my God. So many golden nuggets in there. That was amazing. I love the link to business as well. And actually, I won't, I won't name any names, but I have a very, very close friend of mine who I absolutely love and adore. And she even said to me literally yesterday that this time last year, we got together and we were talking about mindset and weight loss. And from that point to this point this year, she's actually lost over five stone and she feels amazing and she feels like she's finally herself. And I think it was at the tipping point for her for realizing that she had always thought of herself as a big girl and that was just the way she was. And you just said then, when you have this perception of yourself, it affects how you act. So with that business analogy, if you think that you're a shy person, that's going to affect how you are in business. If you think you're not good at business or that you're not capable, or you're not strong enough to set up your own business or, or whatever, then that's going to manifest. Your clients are going to notice that. People are going to spot it because it is what you're projecting, even if it's not what you want to, pre want to be projecting. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Whatever you tell your mind, you become. They are, that is such a great phrase to always remember. Whatever you tell yourself, how you speak to yourself, how you look and view yourself is exactly what you will become. And the thing is, with this in kind of coaching in particular, the action side of things, eventually you can actually force yourself to change those because that's what I did first in my story. I um, had a really bad disordered eating and um, bad body image. And I um, used to binge eat and diet, restrictively diet for years. I managed to, out of real 
strong willpower and a long period of time changed my actions of what I was doing around food. However, I still didn't really believe in myself and have self-love in myself until I worked on my internal beliefs and my self-identity. So I still, can you swear on here? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, still, I still felt like shit. And I remember saying to my mum, I actually feel worse now than when I was in a fight with food mm. because I thought that all my dreams would come true once I was able to eat perfectly. Um, but I hadn't done the inside job also. So your friend could lose all of that weight um, through sheer um, you know, mindset work of changing your actions and your habits because you can absolutely do that. But if she hadn't also worked at her internal beliefs, which is the self-love side of things and her self-identity, eventually over time, things can change again and you can start to self-sabotage again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's, is that where so many of us go wrong? We basically, we do the surface stuff, but we don't dive deep into the inner stuff. So it's like we put a plaster on the problem, but then the plaster comes off and the problem's still there. A hundred percent, which is why things can work for a short period of time. And then they go straight back because you are identifying yourself as that person and that you know you could be successful for a year or a couple of years and then you can go back into your old ways when something maybe comes up in your life that brings you stress again or takes you back to the feeling of the low self-worth and low self-love your mind is trained to take you out of pain and back to pleasure yeah. And so for a lot of us, that pleasure is that food, isn't it? And that comfort. Yes. So, oh gosh. Yeah. Comfort yeah. eating is real. Exactly. And it, that <laughs> you see how like the world, you know, um, we're almost always on kind of, um, we're always being marketed to yeah. like the way that we actually say those words there, Vicky, that we all say all the time, comfort food we are then subconsciously right your mind is like right i need something comforting okay i need that kind of food because that is in our mind of what's going to make us feel comfortable yes oh my gosh yes i know i mean i'm guilty of this i'm holding my hands up i know you can't see it but i'm doing it <laughs> like i am that person who feels a bit like oh i feel a bit tired today oh i'll have some cake or some chocolate or yeah. oh my god i've had the best day ever let's go out and celebrate <laughs> and have dessert and exactly. i think as a society yeah you're so right we've food is no longer fuel is it food has become an emotional sticking plaster for mm -hmm. so many different people in so many different ways and i love how you said there that basically our biology is built to keep us away from pain so that when we're feeling emotional pain, whatever pain that is, we use food as a way of dealing with that. Or if we're dieting maybe and we're feeling like it's really difficult, we self-sabotage and go back to the food because we think that is going to make us feel better because our subconscious is saying, but food makes you happy and food makes you calm and you need food and you're the person that eats food and Obviously, we've all got to eat food, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it starts, it can start from, it can come from so many different places. I mean, it doesn't, my story was that I dieted. Mm -hmm. So then obviously I was, my primal brain was, my primal brain was in, oh, apologies. That's all right. 
Sammy sets amazing intentions and reminders on her phone throughout the day. So that was probably one of her manifestation <laughs> links. We'll talk about that in a second. Exactly. Um, so I can't remember now. What were we talking about? Apologies. That's all right. We were just talking about um, food and sort of pain and... Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, if when you go into a diet, your primal brain is instantly... You are born basically with this massive side of your brain which is your subconscious your primal brain which is prime it's number one job is to keep you alive and to keep you out of pain and um in pleasure so when you die and you restrict instantly you were taken away from yourself one of the most important functions in life which is food for your survival so quite clearly then anybody that restrictively diet will end up binge eating at some point in their life however it doesn't always have to be that way it could be something that when you were a baby um if you experienced some kind of trauma or upset or stress when you were a young child and you were given food and that comforted you that is now in your blueprint that food is the thing that gives you the pleasure and out of pain Yes. Oh my gosh. Our early childhood wiring has such an impact. And actually, it's one thing I just want to dive into here. And I know you were not saying in any way, shape or form that there was any blame. But I know Mm -hmm. when when I talk about this and I talk about early childhood and I talk about um, events that happen and how that shapes us, we're not talking about blame. We're not talking about blaming a parent because the parent gave us food as a comfort because that's their learning as well. They're just using what they learned as a child and the way they adapted. So we're just talking about how things come to be, how we are shaped by our early behaviors, our early childhood experiences. And we're not saying that we are the way we are because of our parents and it's all awful. I just wanted to, just wanted to touch on that because I know sometimes, especially as parents, I've got friends that are parents and they worry about this. They've actually said to me, but what if I do this? And what if I make my child grow up to have this horrible phobia? Because I, I use this phrase and I was like, it's not, it doesn't work like that. It's okay. We're all shaped by our, our experiences yeah definitely and it's you're so right there nobody is ever to blame it's this whole like world conditioning that whatever environment you're born into um, you then become an example of that environment so then when you have children you only do what you know because the saying you can't do what you don't know or, yes. or is it something like you don't know what you don't know I think it's yeah. that yeah yeah like if you don't know that you don't know any better but as a parent I would say the the best thing you could ever do no matter what not to worry on other things is just to praise your children all the time tell them how amazing they are because the stuff that you felt that you wanted when you were younger which perhaps is a reason why you don't feel so self-loving now give that to your children yes oh my gosh I was I was listening to um, John Asaraf. I don't know. He does a lot of stuff with Neurogym. And he was saying, and I just loved this example. He was saying that he um, made sure to separate his children from their behavior. So if his children did something wrong, he would say something like, I love you. I don't love your actions. And he, and I just thought that was so poignant because it's, it's about maybe telling people that, 
that you are loved, you are whole, you are a wonderful person, but this thing that you did isn't okay. And you're not allowed to do that again, but it doesn't affect the way I feel about you as my child, as a human being. And I think maybe that links to self-love and body image that you know, you can be the most wonderful, caring human being and you can be skinny, tall, short, larger, curvier, blemish skin, perfect skin, perfect hair. What you, you, it doesn't matter. The two are separate things. Is that, is that kind of how you look at it? Yeah, definitely. It's about how, like, you know, going through my story of changing my bin the binge eating changing my relationship with food getting I got to the smallest size ever possible but yeah. I still felt really shit because internally as a person as a human being I didn't feel like I was good enough so if you give those words to a child when they're younger I love you you're an incredible person but mm-hmm. like you're saying the things externally are the things that you know you could work on in a way to say I'm not sure how you would say that to them <laughs> yeah. that is so that that is that yeah that's perfect because nobody comes to the end of their life and want to be said to, like oh um, you were the world's best I don't know golfer or something they want to be told that they were like the world's best son or best husband mm. like as a human being yeah the love bit of it yeah definitely mm. now one thing i wanted to ask you about is because i know that you love the law of attraction and you love manifestation just as much as i do so i'd love you to talk a little bit now about the link between self-love and manifestation and maybe how you use that with your clients or how you've used that yourself in your journey so Do you mind just talking to us a little bit about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Law of attraction. (laughs) We love it. We do. Um, I know me and you are very similar, that we are all the very sciencey about it. And we love that side of things. The, The fact of the matter is we are energetic beings the way that we think and feel about ourselves is an energy that goes out into the world and then other people pick up on that so however you think and feel about you that is your energetic field and other people will then think and feel about you too in that same way um and the law of attraction is you know, thinking about tuning into your radio station. So I love the saying of if you're tuning into radio station one, you're not going to get kissed because it's not on the same frequency. Yeah. So if you, is that, yeah, it's a really good way to think about it because we all listen to the radio, don't we? And we don't even think about how it happens because everything is energy. So if you're in an energy of, I really hate myself, I'm not worthy, I'm such a failure around food, my body's disgusting, nobody loves me, that is your energetic field and you will manifest into your life experiences that then prove to you that what you're saying is true because that's where self-love, manifestation and mindset all are exactly the same thing to me. Um, What you say to your mind you become the way your energy is, is exactly what you attract back. And the energy of self-love is of the highest vibration that you can have. Mm. When you have that self-love, you believe in yourself. You think that you're worthy. You feel like you're a good human being. You deserve success, a great relationship. You embrace the body that you're in. You celebrate other people instead of needing to compare yourself to other people. And so because you feel like that about you, 
the rest of your life becomes a version of that too. You get the great relationships. You get the job that you want to have. You go for more things in your life that you want to do because you're already in such a high self-loving vibration. Yes. Do you know what? I've never heard that analogy of radio stations. And I think that's really, really good because it's, as you said, we all listen to the radio. We all, and, and we are vibrating on a certain frequency. And I love how you've picked up there that actually self love impacts everything. You said about careers and relationships and health and your, your business. And I think it's so, so true that what we, what we think manifests and on that kind of body image side, I don't, I think, I think we've talked about this, but there's a a really good um, book by Pam Grout called, I think it's in E cubed, not E squared. And she talks about this experiment where all people had to do for, I can't remember if it was three or four days was everything they ate and they could eat anything they liked. It was the whole point was they just ate normally. They had to look at that food and they had to say, wow, this food is amazing, it's nutritious, thank you. And they just basically had to give love to the food. Now, okay, you might be listening to this and thinking, <laughs> Maria, you've gone crazy, I'm not going to talk to my sandwich. But that what she was getting people to do was basically send love into the food, send positive energy into the food. And what happened was, on average, eating completely normally, these people lost four pounds. Now, the mm-hmm. point she was making was, when we tell ourselves oh my god that burger that's so bad for me it's full of awful calories oh my god it's so fat laden oh i shouldn't eat this versus oh yes that piece of cucumber it's got no calories in it it'll be so healthy i don't know why i did the voice i'm so sorry But she's making the point that the energy, we're basically putting energy into food by our perceptions of it. And when we start saying things like, oh, that's a naughty food, or that's a sin, or that's, that's a treat, we're basically putting energy into it. And our body responds differently to food if we're saying, this is a really fatty food, this is a really naughty food, versus thank you for this burger, this is energy, and it's amazing. And I just thought that was so, so powerful. That's a hundred percent true because you've got one, the energy of what you're thinking and feeling in that moment is exactly what's going to happen to you with that food. But also the energy that you put into that food through your thoughts and your beliefs increases the cortisol hormones within your body, which increases the storage of fat within you when you eat. So if you're eating this burger and you're saying, oh my God, I really shouldn't be eating this, I shouldn't be eating this, you can just immediately feel how tight you feel and tense when you're eating that food. It's not going to digest properly and your cortisol levels are going red red light, cortisol levels flashing. (laughs) Because you've got like your fight or flight system is 100% coming out in that, you know, in the response to any feelings of stress or speaking to yourself in the terms of stress around food. If you feel, I always say, feel good and then eat. If you feel stressed and eat, that's the worst thing you can do for your body. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think we've both talked, we see, Sammy and I talk a lot about this because we literally love it. Um, We've talked about the milkshake study, haven't we? Yes. Yes. That's such a great study. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but the quick version is people were given two milkshakes. They were told one was diet, one was 
fat and calorie laden and their bodies responded differently. So their ghrelin levels changed based on their perception of what they were eating, but actually the milkshakes were exactly the same, exactly the same calories, but it just proves that our mindset of what we eat physically affects the way our body responds to it. Now, my mum used to always, what's that, what's that phrase? Oh no, um, she used to say that when she was younger, she would just uh, look at food and she could put weight on. And I've heard loads of people say that, you know, oh, I'm that kind of person that I only have to look at the chocolate bar and it's stuck on my hips. Um, mm. And I think now we're realizing that that might be true, but it, it's true because of manifestation and it's true because of mindset and it's our perception of what food is going to do. And mm -hmm. I'm sure neither of us at this point are saying, it's fine, eat 17 pizzas a day and just think that it's really good for you and it will be. <laughs> but we're talking about this link that maybe we, people didn't realize was as strong between what you believe and how it manifests in your body. Yeah, and you know, there's obviously people would say, oh yeah, but it's calories in and calories out and it's the way that my body's made. But just remember, everything about you under a microscope is an energy, it's a particle, it's a sub subatomic particle, exactly the same as that food. So everything is crea created out of exactly the same thing. So what you think you will create, if you think that food is gonna put weight on you, it will put weight on you. Whatever you tell your mind, you become. But also look for around you in your world for examples of people who do just eat whatever they want with such freedom yeah. and how they just look so fine. You yeah. know, they're not concerned all the time about going out on, on a diet, are they? And yeah. they just look normal and they embrace the way that their normal body is. And um, I mean, for me now, I literally, I go through different phases of things that I do and don't like. I go on holiday, I come back. My body does not change because I tell myself, I'm just always like this. This is where my body is. It never changes no matter what I do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, um, oh my it's a really powerful thing. We've definitely, like, I bet everyone listening to this is either that person or has got a friend that, that just eats and they don't think about food and they just go, oh, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat that and their body shape does not change. And it's so true. Um, yeah. I've definitely got friends like that. And when I was growing up, I... I think I was a bit envious of them because I was thinking, oh my goodness, they're just eating that and they don't, they haven't thought about the calories in it and they haven't thought about what exercise they've done in the day to burn it off. And, and actually the friends I'm thinking about were really fit and healthy and they did exercise. Um, so, you know, it's not just that they had these incredible metabolisms, but it's the thought process behind food, the thought process behind eating that makes such an impact such an impact yeah they were not in fear they were not in their stress response their body was relaxed they were in their parasympathetic response but um there was yeah so that this is one thing my clients can feel really concerned about and I remember when I first started on my journey that I would worry that I would suddenly you know just start eating pizza all day cake all mm. day and I would just turn absolutely huge and really feel uncomfortable within my skin meat for me personally that's yeah. what I was fearing um but this is where the working with your mindset and how you see food and how you use food 
um, whether you use it for um, so for me and mine always used to be a way use of relaxation or whenever stress came up or something so changing what you do within those patterns and those habits using that in your mindset work but then also the other half about looking at the self-love inside of things because when you were a woman who really values herself and feels worthy she wants to eat in that moment what feels good to her so yeah. if you were to eat pizza and cake all day nobody's ever going to feel good doing that so that is never a case that's not what happens you actually completely transform how you view food and how you use food i love that now actually this is one of the things i wanted to ask you so I bet people listening to this are thinking the same as me. I would love you, and I know you can't go into it in huge amounts of detail, and I know this is what you coach your clients on, but could you give us your top tips on how to develop self-love? And I know self-love is a big concept, but could you maybe just dive into a couple of the, the key elements, the key tips for actually developing self-love? Yeah, so... Definitely. First, the most important thing is a morning routine from the moment that you wake up, because I call it like self hypnosis. Mm. Um, as soon as you're up, your brave, your your brave, your brain wave is and that is it the theta state, which is similar to hypnosis, and it's your fresh start starting in the morning of how you're going to view you yourself, what you're going to do that day how you're going to look at your body, treat your body, how you're going to look at food and um, eat in that day. So you need to prepare yourself for the best, give yourself time to succeed that day. You know, the, the saying, set yourself up for success. So I have had a morning routine um, for years now. And that's really where I learned self-love was with having this spiritual connection. And a lot of people hate the word or feel weird about the word spiritual because they link it to religion, but mm. it's not. Spiritual is not anything to do with that. Spirituality means going within and listening to yourself. So you drown out the outside world and you put into yourself in your morning, in your routine, the things that you need to hear and feel about you. It could be journaling. I love journaling. I think that is the most incredible tool that's at anybody's, um, anybody's capability, any time of the day, you've got it there. Because getting out of your mind the negative thoughts about yourself to replace them with good ones is incredibly powerful and people don't realize how impactive that actually is when you do this over and over and over repetition is what creates a new habit and a new belief yes yes i love that and it's so true like those first minutes in the morning are the ones that set you up for how your day is going to go yeah definitely so you want to have a morning routine bring something together to do that and another thing for self-love is doing something in your day to make you feel that. So the most important thing here is not just saying stuff to yourself, but feeling it. Mm. So how can you today, what can you do that makes you feel self-love? I mean, a really good way to really start is what actually does self-love mean to you? What does that look like to you? 
And then what can you do that can you can embody that within your day? So it could be, I absolutely love going out on my own for a walk because I feel so peaceful. I feel so content, so relaxed, and I'm giving myself me time because I'm important. Yes. Yes. Getting, getting into nature, doing something that you love for you. And I think lots of people listening, it's so easy, whether you're a mum, whether you've got um, people that you need to look after, you're in a job, whatever. We often put ourselves last because there are things that we have to do. We have to get to work. We have to look after our families. We have to look after our pets. And, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we think, oh, it's really selfish if I go and do that for myself when actually I should be doing X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. for other people. But it's important, isn't it, to develop that self-love that you've just been talking about? It is. And the thing to understand about self-love is to me, it's a daily choice. It's something that you need to repeat to yourself every day and it will become something that's just subconscious. It will become your new automatic habit and um self automatic self-talk with yourself because you can go out into the world and you can just see all of these pictures of women and their bodies you can go on instagram and scroll through there and feel really shit about yourself but if you set yourself up for success in the morning you tell yourself that you're worthy that you're a good enough person because every single human being is born perfectly whole complete well worthy lovable Nobody is above or below another human being. If you set yourself up to remind yourself of that every day so that when you go out into the world, it doesn't matter if people are trying to advise you to fight yourself because you will have your own back. Oh my God, I'm picturing it like an emotional shield that you're developing in the morning so that those Instagram pictures are just bouncing off you. And that comment from someone, are you, are you going to eat that? Should you be eating that? It's just bouncing off you because you're, you've developed this self-love bubble. Mm-hmm. And then um, the lady who I'm soon going to be live training with, Marissa oh. Pierre. Oh, so excited. I can't wait for that so that I can join your hypnotherapy world. Yay! Um, Come into the world. It's great. Exactly. <laughs> And her um, massive movement in the world is the words, I am enough, because the cause of humanity's problems is the belief that they are not enough. So you need to build up that shield, like you're saying, to believe I'm worthy, I'm enough, I'm lovable because I am me and I was born perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with me. And even, do you know, I love walking around saying things out to myself all the time, obviously when I'm at home on my own. <laughs> no, you do it in the street, Sammy. I've seen you. <laughs> exactly. At least that girl again. <laughs> She's talking to herself. Walk on the other side of the street. That's it. But it's like getting that momentum. I'm good. I'm worthy. I am lovable today. I am determined to love who I am, the body I'm in, and I'm going to eat food in a way that feels great for me because everybody else is in that conditioning in that world where they're following each other and everybody's in comparison and competition so set yourself up for success and do your work first so that you are prepared for that 
Yes. Oh my goodness. I love it. And I'm so excited for you to be working with Marissa Peer. We'll have to get you back on the podcast when you've oh um, God, yes. finally done all that. We'll have to do like a whole Marissa Peer episode because I just think, I think she's wonderful. Obviously, as a hypnotherapist, I totally believe in hypnotherapy and the power of the mind. And she is just, yeah, she's just, she's just wonderful. So we'll have to get you back on once that's yeah. done in the new year. But I would love you now to tell us all about this epic course that you're launching. If you've been listening to this, guys, and you've been thinking, oh, my God, uh, this is exactly what I need. I love talking about self-love and body image. Sammy is about to launch this amazing, amazing course. And I'm going to hand it over to you now, Sammy, so you can tell us all about it, who it's for, when it's launching. Give us all the details. Thank you. So yes, this is launching on New Year's Day so that they get the best thing that they could ever have to start 2019 and forevermore after. So I decided there's not enough me to coach enough women that I need to coach. So I have created the Body Love Masterclass Academy, which is an online self-study course with the five modules that you the only modules that you will ever need to get you to completely transform your relationship with yourself which then manifests in changing your relationship with your body and your relationship with food so i take them through the five modules of looking about at where they're at right now because without awareness of where you are you can never change anything you can't just walk you know like you said earlier about putting the plaster over the problem mm. you have to understand where you are so you know what needs to change then you create your vision because without a vision you have no goal to work towards you need something that you know you're taking the steps towards and that you can then see as a measure of right okay I've got there you need to have a vision and that also gives you extreme internal motivation and determination to keep going. Then the third module is called clear the crap. And I love that module <laughs> because as from the moment that you were born, you picked up crap from everything else, from life experiences, from people in your environment. It's not yours. Nothing is yours. You need to let it go. And I give you all the tools to help you to use forgiveness, for gratitude, for yourself and for other people because as soon as you can forgive other people you're letting yourself off the hook yes. so we go through clearing the crap of where how you got to the place of feeling so unloving and uncomfortable in your body and with your relationship with food then uh, module four is my self-love hypnosis module which is all about the subconscious and that it, it helps you go through the process of creating that setting yourself up for success morning routine so that's um module four was that module three and then module four is um mastering your mindset so i take you through the exact tool that i used when i released binge eating and i had been binge eating for 10 years girls oh and God. i used this and i released it in 30 days and i have never done it again amazing um, amazing yeah. Sammy it's basically it just teaches you how um how the brain works why you've created this habit with food in the first place and how to release it and all about neuroplasticity I know you love all of that <laughs> I certainly do <laughs> and it ends with 
self-love environment because the environment around you is what will enable you to keep hold of that success that you're setting yourself up for in the first place that self-love success you're the people that you're around the conversations that you have um, the environment that you're in at home the conversations you have at work the friendships that you have having the environment impacts you so much because of that conditioning whoever you're around you become a little piece of so this helps you to build an extremely good self-care and self-loving environment for you and give you all of the tools that when the shit hits the fan you've got a little box a little toolkit to look after yourself and remind yourself i've got this i'm gonna love me i'm good around food i've got freedom around food and all the stuff that you want to release that battle that you have with yourself amazing so am i right in thinking the course is a big combination of insight understanding why it's happening and a massive dose of actionable steps what to do how to protect yourself and 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 kind of all the steps that they need for permanent change not sticking plaster but getting to the root of it and actually resolving the issue is that right yes absolutely and all because i just I did it the wrong way round. When I was first trying it out for myself, I just did the whole change in the food habits first. And then after I had to realize, right, it's the self-love that's the most important. It's in the, it's the inside work and inside job. So yeah. exactly. And you need all the actions to create your own toolkit. Cool. And who is this course for then? Who should be listening to this thinking, I need this? So this course is, I specifically work with women. So it's any woman who I always think of that were just like me. So mm. a woman who is uncomfortable in her own skin, battling with her body. She doesn't feel beautiful in the woman that she is, comparing herself to other women, constantly feeling like you need to do another diet and feeling like a failure when it's not working, feeling like you're really out of control with food and you know coming to the new year and thinking, oh God, dreading and you're on a binge eating hangover from Christmas and just wishing that this year could be the year that you'll be able to sort your relationship with food out. Oh and women who are like, even except I was obsessed with exercise as well. So help you with self-care, self-love, owning yourself, thinking about you and looking after you. Amazing. And this is launching on the 1st of January, 2019. How can people get their hands on this course? How can they, how can they hear about it? How, t tell us about that. I am going to be, oh, I've got my podcast up and going now so that I can talk about it up until um, New Year's Day. So oh. that's the um, self-love show. And then I have all the links on there, but my website is sammyalicecoaching.com and there's a page specifically for the Body Love Masterclass Academy on there. And then Instagram, I'm on it every other day and it's the Body Love Blueprint over on Instagram. Amazing. Now, don't worry if you're listening to this and you're driving, you're at the gym, you haven't got a pen. I will put all of those links in the show notes. So all you have to do, click on the show notes and you can go and find Sammy. I know that Sammy gives so many good tips in her Instagram. So go and follow her on Instagram. Um, can you just repeat your Instagram handle for us? Yeah, it's the Body Love Blueprint. 
wonderful that body love blueprint go and find her on social media go and watch her stories go and creep on her find out a little bit more about sammy because honestly this course is amazing she's an amazing coach if you're interested in working with her one-on-one you're you're still working with clients one-on-one are you sammy yeah definitely and they'll be getting an even better experience once i'm qualified in the rtt hypnotherapy as of february next year so if anybody's interested that's on my website also amazing so there's so many ways you can work with sammy you can go and find out on her website on her instagram all about her and i would just like to say Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Sammy. I have absolutely loved this. I'm definitely going to get you back on for another episode because I know there's so much more we can talk about. But if you're interested in her course, go and check her out. And thank you so much, Sammy. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been lovely. We'll speak to you really soon. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.